Hello and welcome to episode number 170 of the Neuroproco podcast. This is the second part of our Infinity War review. Different people this time. This time it's with Eve and Rich and we discuss even more about an Infinity War to the point where we actually may have solved slash predicted the entire story arc of the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. And spoiler alert, listen to the podcast, the key to everything may in fact be Stony- Tony Stark. And we discuss how that may play out in the future Infinity War films and also how it might be. It is not just the arc of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but also the arc of Tony Stark as a character starting from Iron Man. Won't spoil too much in the intro here. There aren't really any plugs except to say that if you have opinions about what we have said in this podcast, uh, let us know at, at NerdProCo on Twitter, at the website NerdProCo.com. I'm not even going to say all the stuff that I normally say about stuff that's going to go up because it will be going up. There are some more movie reviews and then probably a little bit of a a, a departure episode going up in a week or two and then there should be some guests coming in June. So, yeah, uh, as always, if you enjoy this podcast, let us know. Hit subscribe in iTunes. Leave a review. Do all of that stuff because that helps us. That also helps me to show to uh, potential sponsors and people who want to maybe be on the podcast so we can have more guests. But, yeah, uh, in the meantime, episode number 170, Nerd Podcast. Yep. This episode is brought to you by Balance. Really? Never too much, never too little. Just right. <laughs> I have no idea what you're doing right now, but okay. Also, if you want to get great education, go to the University of Asgard, where you'll find such great courses as Groot. Groot. You can <laughs> learn Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. Wow, I've been wanting to talk about that movie for a long time now. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that we're all together. I, I actually in front and of I, I sort of recording che- devices. Yeah, I, I also sort of cheated on you guys and and recorded an entire episode and a half about <laughs> Infinity War already. That's he, that's perfectly he fine. Definitely yeah, just yeah. cheated on us. Yeah, not that's, kinda. That's fine. I couldn't that's wait fine. this long, I, man. I, that's, I, that's there fine. were things that needed to be discussed, and, uh, and yeah, we were busy. I, 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 you know, when one person in a relationship is not available for the other person then they have to expect being cheated on (laughs) no excuses you just expect that if we don't put up you're just gonna find it somewhere else what a weird way what a weird place to start this conversation (laughs) leave it to eve slash groot so I yeah, am Groot. so so it, so Infinity War. I believe it or not, I still have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I after seeing this movie four times, I think it's the best Marvel movie okay. out there. Okay, because we've all complained about the villain problem. You know how it's not balanced. How you know some of the you know it's un you, you, the. The heroes are great, but the 
uh, obstacles, those antagonists leave a lot to be desired. A movie centered around a villain, especially a villain that's been hyped up for 10 years now. Yeah. It was the best, you know, payoff to all of these films. I felt very satisfied. My girlfriend would just joke about that. Very satisfying. And I loved to hate Thanos. I I was surprised by how in this especially in this movie how like sympathetic not sympathetic sympathetic might be the wrong word for it but how like I mean he's still a villain but you actually there's you do kind of I mean it's not something stupid it's not yeah, like yeah. world domination <laughs> yeah no and there's... then he's twirling his his uh, mustache you know you his point of view I I, yes, it's crazy, but it makes sense from yeah. a comic book perspective. I yeah. mean, it's better than he's in love with death, there, I have to say. There's definitely substance to, to Thanos as a villain. And it's something that Marvel has been progressively improving upon uh, with their villain. They've, they've, been, they've been in the process of improving and fixing their villain problem that uh, they've had for well for all of their phases uh but more i think more it's been more noticeable uh, the improvements have been more noticeable particularly around black panther and now uh infinity war uh you, you there's there's layers to their villains there's it's not black and white anymore it's more of a gray area where you can you know you see you see where they're coming from you see their argument and you kind of sympathize with them you on you you kind of, you kind of see you know, with Killmonger, you get that, and in Thanos as well, and in a very perverse way, you kind of, I at least I did, I kind of saw where he's where he was coming from. It's just that with every shitty thing he did, especially with the whole Gamora um, issue, yeah. you didn't see any joy out of that. I mean, it's a credit to Josh Brolin, yeah. you know, showing that yeah, he's doing terrible things, but he's not getting a particularly particularly great joy out of that you know yeah. killing gamora that was something although the one thing that he seems to and i was just listening to a podcast today about the about infinity war that he does seem to uh get joy in and i also will say that uh one of people's comp- uh when i was recording with angelo one of his big gripes was a lot of the story points about there are certain things that i mean just Right off the bat, there is an argument that has been made that once he has the time stone, there really isn't why that entire end fight has to fight, has to happen at all once he gets the time stone. And the counterpoint that I heard that was interesting was like, no, the one thing that he's kind of evil about is even when he has the power to do it. Also, the argument of of why doesn't he when he has the power just create more resources for the universe and i think part of that is and it's also part of his character that like the actual evil part is he wants to kind of force people to see his view and even the fact that like when he gets the time stone he really doesn't have to fight any of the avengers anymore I think he does it as someone was pointing at, was saying that it's kind of in his character all the way from the beginning when he fights the Hulk. He doesn't need he has enough power just with the power stone yeah. 
to probably just take the Hulk down. And what waits. and what they what I think it's Ebony Maw who just says, let him have his fun. Which is like some of that the reason why Thanos is sort of what makes him like, I guess, evil, even though you can kind of sympathize with like his thought process, is no, he goes to fight the Hulk just to prove it's like, oh no, I was just as powerful as the Hulk without the power. Like, I could still kick his ass. And the whole once he has a time stone, like he doesn't need to do any of those other things. It's like, no, he wants to prove to everyone. It's just like, I'm doing this for a reason. I have enough power that I could have beaten you. Like once I had the time stone, I could have just gone used that to get everything. You know, I didn't have to go through all of the other stuff, but it's it's almost like he needs to prove that, you know, to the pe- to the Avengers and to everyone else that go through in methodical detail that I can yeah, dismantle yeah, yeah. you. This yeah. is a crutch. This is a crutch to, you know, write the universe. But you, little specks, little ants, I can dispatch you with no problems whatsoever. Um, yeah. Um, so before. We spoke about Thanos. What did you think about his uh, the Black Order? That's the name of the two uh, children. I, I liked them. I wish there would have been... I think the best of them were was Ebony Maw. Yeah. Dope-ass name, by the and, way. Yeah, and the rest of them were just kind of half-characters. In a way, whereas Ebony Maw, you actually kind of got an idea of like what, why he's doing what he, why he's part of the Black Order. Yeah, he gave and, some minor bits of motivation. Yeah, yeah. He seems to be like the former preacher who is now like met Thanos and was just like, oh, now all of the stuff that I used to apply to being like a preacher, I'm going to apply. I'm going to substitute the god I had for Thanos. Because all of his, all the stuff that Ebony Boss says is all very, like, churchy type stuff. Uh, and, I, I mean, and then all the other characters are just kind of like, whatever. Uh, you have the, I don't even remember what the giant dude's name is, but he's basically just... It's not Black Dwarf, it's something. They, they change his name. Yeah. And he's just big, big... Big brawler dude who doesn't talk. Yeah, and I was kind of ha- hoping that he and Hulk Hulk would, you know, have it at have it at it against each yeah, other. Yeah. but that didn't happen. Uh, one character I was pretty disappointed in is uh, Proxima Midnight. Yeah, um, she's uh, sh- the one, the female character. Proxima Midnight is a female character. She spends a lot of time fighting Black Wid- Widow and ultimately. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, I know who you're talking about. And Scarlet Witch. Um, her CG, I was not impressed with it. Yeah, I mean, it, went a li- it was a little Ebony weird. Ebony Maw, li- great, weird. but it was, something was off about it. Considering everything else was great, yeah. they did not spend enough time just, you know, touching her face up. Because it was and also, she, Uncanny that, that was Valley. One of, that, there were, like, as far as, like, members of uh, the Black Order. Uh, and this, she's supposed to be married to um, the guy with the scythe, right? Corpus Glaive. Corpus Glaive. Well, the thing is, uh, there are two characters, Corpus Glaive, and there are things that, that, and I, I, as good as the CG was, and it was really good in this, there are a couple characters, and three of them were in the Black Order, where I was just like, 
I don't know if going full CG was the was the way to go, and Corpus Glaive, Ebony Maw, less so, and definitely Proxima Midnight. It was just like I feel like you could have gone a l- like mix of practical and CGI mm-hmm. there, and that might have worked a little bit better with those characters. Also, uh, just as a, I mean, yes, you you needed to do this, but it's just like. I, someone was bringing up the fact that it's like, oh, you just had all of the female characters fight each other. And I was just like, yeah, but that's also part and parcel to the crappy part that it, it also happens with the ex- possible exception of the Scarlet Witch that the female characters are also the weakest characters <laughs> as far as just pure power levels. Okay. And you just need to have someone for Black Widow and Okoye to fight. Uh and again, like they're fighting her, and the one who basically just do sex Machina's that fight is Scarlet Witch yeah. because she her power levels are just so much. Yeah, like she could do so much more. Same thing. The big criticism about the whole Thor. I was just gonna get into that. Is I think it seems kind of pointless. I mean, well, it's fun. It's, it's a fun. huge do sex Machina. The whole do sex. But that's Machina what Thor is to the Avengers. Is Thor. That is and Thor in the Avengers. No. He's yeah. the guy to show up and basically. You know, because we don't have Captain Marvel yet. He's the character who's like, he's going to go off and have his weird side story, like like in Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. So he can show up and, at and the end and with giant lightning and... and level he, the playing field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, again, whenever they do that in this movie, it's it was great when he arrived. Yeah, yeah but I, it was a payoff just leading up to that, just seeing him interact with the Guardians. Just that, <laughs> yes. though that interaction. That was, that was Who the perfect. hell are you? And just like yeah. you know, um, Quinn, <laughs> just being feeling so inadequate. Quill, it, yeah. Qu- Wait, what was you it? said Quinn? Is what is it? Quill. Quill, yeah. Um, or Star Lord, just feeling so inadequate over a real god, like a yeah, man yeah, god. Yeah. Um, pirate that, angel. <laughs> oh, pirate angel. Um. I just love that. I think you just needed to bring him down a peg, you know, at the start of this movie and build him up to, you know, be able to feel comfortable and confident in facing up against. Uh, I also think this version of the Thor in, in Infinity War is more than any of the other films that Thor is in. This is a, almost just a continuation of Ragnarok. It's just... I think you could have had I mean even though I wouldn't say that the 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 plot that is the least of like effective just cuz I enjoyed the the Thor like plot more and I think that is because it's mostly him and the Guardians it is Thor Ragnarok Thor who is a much better character than any of the other Thor movies but also it's just the progression of that story yeah. whether or not you had Thanos in it yeah. I think Thor would have ended up doing the same thing that he does in this movie to a certain extent. Yeah, it's a direct continuation of Ragnarok. Yeah, but um, uh, speaking of balance, I, I I was very pleased with with the the way this this movie balanced the sheer number of characters. Mm-hmm. I, that's something I was a little nervous about because going in, you knew that. This was a culmination of everything, and everybody, every most most everyone was going to be in this. So, you know, I was nervous about how how 
the, all those characters were going to be handled. And I thought it was very intelligent how everyone was grouped together. You had Tony Stark, Don, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man on one end. You had uh, Guardians and Thor on the other. It was very well managed and everyone was, the, the matchups were were um, well, worth, well thought out. Um, you know, you have the, the, the egomaniacs with uh, Stark. And, I just find that pairing was great. That... Of all, like the the, the sort of parallel storylines that are happening in the movie, that is the best one. It's the most effective one. Mm-hmm. Is the Tony Stark, Peter Parker, Doctor Strange yeah. one? The weakest one, unfortunately, because it's not even a storyline, is Wakanda because they don't even show up until like towards the very end. towards the very end. And essentially, I mean, of course, this is it. It is a superhero movie, so that's basically what it is. What it is is it's just a place to have the fight, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and to display how fucking badass Wakanda technology yeah, is yeah, to yeah. withstand like an, ons- an alien onslaught. Um, but yeah, just having everyone just have their moment of shine in the spotlight. Um, that's one of the biggest concerns I had. It's like, how do you pull off and execute a movie like this? You know, where you yeah. give every character their respect. And I'm not too sure. Did um, the director or writer for Guardians, was that person primarily responsible for the dialogue for the Guardians bit uh, to make sure gun? they're legitimate? I don't know. I'm not 100%. I, I mean, you did have to Google this, but I'm, I don't that think... That would make a lot of sense because uh, it was... Because the bit was just on. like, it's like... I, You're instantly yeah, in Guardians. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really did appreciate on. like they when they switch like locations, it instantly feels like you're it doesn't feel like jarring or anything, but it's you instantly is like, okay, this is the Guardians. I will say I, I, I would have to partially disagree. I think there is there are three characters and one of the main characters who uh gets I don't think gets his... I mean, he gets, like, little moments, but he doesn't get his big moment, uh, and that's Captain America. Go think about it for a second. Captain America gets very little chance to actually be Captain America yeah. in this movie. And and to be perfectly honest, in the big fight, I mean, you had that cool moment where him and Black Panther are sort of fighting together, but, like, the... The funny thing uh, Angelo was pointing this out is like you have that moment where Black Panther is like, and get this man a shield. And he's like, but he doesn't get a shield. He essentially just gets little two little hand blades. It's a shield for Wakanda. Yeah, you know. but but like a lot of the thing, it's it's funny, and I couldn't agree with I couldn't disagree with Angelo when he made this point about about Captain America's role in it. Is aside from the Hulk who does it, who basically disappears for the majority of the movie at the beginning. Uh, the character who actually affects the least amount of affecting anything in the movie are Captain America and Captain America's people. So it's Captain America, Black Widow, and Falcon. Basically, don't do very much in this movie. It's just basically, and you don't really get to see Captain America be Captain America. You get to see you Captain America just kind of punch things. But you know? the thing is, I feel that you have to hold off on that because that's where the one character that's been omitted in this film will come through big time. Hawkeye, okay. the heart. You get the heart, and then Captain America will somehow rally the troops together to do one final send off to you know 
save the universe again. And that's what I think. So you have to hold off on him being. Do you know? Do you know Captain what America? I was thinking about as far as like the end of this movie, which we can get into, like all the characters that died and everything. Um, and this is both. I think it would be sort of a good decision because I think it was the wrong. And this is just me liking Hawkeye. Uh, but I also think it's going to be a super bummer, sad thing. Is I think part of the population that disappeared because we already know Hawkeye is in 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 it later. Yeah. In a but way. but but you see it kind of in well the pictures they they were showing of him were in essentially the Ronin outfit. Oh, I didn't. Uh, oh, I haven't. Seen there was a couple of like leaked photos of like Jeremy Renner as quote unquote Hawkeye, but people who know the comic books were like that costume looks like his Ronin costume. Which is funny, and I was just thinking about this, like, when you think about all of the... Because it's not just heroes who got snapped out. In, it was just, like, it's all the regular people. Family. I think it might be Hawkeye's entire family. That, and that's what gets him back in the fight. Mm-hmm. If, you know, in the late, I mean, it's a super bummer way to get him back in. Oh, that would work. But I think that would actually be... I think I'm predicting that that, that might be the way that he actually, comes back. That makes because that, that... And it's also the... If you're going to give Hawkeye his yeah. moment and like... He, Hawkeye being the one... This, aside from maybe Black Widow, the one character who's like the most human. So it's like, well, how do you get him back into the fight? And they might even do the same thing with Ant-Man, but maybe not. But... I think that's how you get him back in a fight and getting him back in a fight in the, in the way where he's willing to risk <laughs> everything. everything is like when Thanos snapped his finger, there goes Hawkeye's whole family. Like, yeah, that, I don't know that that's how, but something in my brain is like dark, but that would work. That'd be kind of dark, but I think I, I don't, I wouldn't put it past him to be person perfectly yeah. honest of a way to get Hawkeye back in the game because it's, yeah. the, it's the reason it really is the reason why he's not him and Ant Man aren't in the game right now. Isn't Ant Man in like? Wasn't he captured or arrested? He he took the plea bargain yeah. bargain after the Sokovia, uh, the whole all the events of Civil War. They literally say it in the film. He, yeah, I thought he I thought he did. Now my question is: Is the ring is the gauntlet busted, and do they have to go through the entire process of trying to uh, reassemble all of the stones? Because if that's the case, you're going to need a sacrifice to get one of the key stones, the soul stone. So one of the heroes have to be sacrificed somehow in the next movie in order to save the entirety of the universe. Wait, was it, was it shown that the gauntlet is gone? The gauntlet is damaged. damaged. The stones aren't damaged, but the, the gauntlet definitely is. Okay. The, gaunt, the gauntlet itself is kind of ragged. By the end of the film, yeah, it was another thing. On I think it was Fan Bros talking about this. It was just like the stone, the, the the Infinity Gems aren't aren't damaged, but the the gauntlet definitely is. So there's that. Uh, there's also like predictions of like how they are going. Uh, some people were saying that the scene at the after credit scene where Hill and and Fury, you know fade away mm-hmm. that that might not have even been like present but it's clearly present because they're talking about Wakanda in that scene but uh there's a whole thing that like I'm really curious about Captain Marvel because there's all kinds of theories of like there's some reason that we're going to find out in Captain America Captain Marvel 
why she hasn't been around this whole time. I mean, and she's been in deep space, but even being in deep space doesn't necessarily exclude her from being involved because of all the stuff in Guardians involved. Or like just oh, what prevented Nick Fury from from acting on this. You yeah, know, yeah. So late there's, in the there's game. A, there, there's a, that was the most interesting. It was like, of course, we kn- the people who knew knew that that was Captain Marvel, that he's like paging. But it's interesting because then you have to question is like, that actually really did make me curious about Captain Marvel. And I was kind of theorizing this too in the run up to Infinity War. Just like, now I'm really curious as to why she hasn't been around this whole time. There's clearly a reason why she hasn't been around this whole time. Well, especially if... Well, the, they'll invent it, you know. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll work around sense. it. But I mean, yeah, yeah but it, it's a good question to ask. It didn't, it didn't, that didn't even occur to me because the the standalone Captain Marvel film is supposedly set in the 90s. Yeah. So then, yeah, that's a legitimate question to be asking. Or, or, you know, what what's her deal? And I think uh, uh, people were like, why would they release the Ant-Man and the Lost movie afterwards? Like, well, because if you're going to put out a Marvel movie, you need a, a movie that's kind of a break. Yeah, you need a buffer. <laughs> And, of course, uh, Ammon and Wasp takes place, I think, in between. So, in chronology for 2019, I'm assuming Captain Marvel takes uh, will be released before Part 2 of Infinity Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Let's just hope that works out very well. Um, so, and we can... I mean, I talked about this with other people. We, let's talk about the deaths and who is dead and who is... Gonna I stay mean, dead. The obvious thing as a black man was like, oh, not Black Panther, because yeah. I kind of, I mean, yeah, I'm, I didn't, I wasn't surprised. I mean, you did kill a good chunk of the black characters yeah. in the movie, <laughs> because not, I didn't think that he's gonna stay dead. No, I wanted him to have like a, a leadership role in the next incarnations of the Avengers. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to see him like take lead and seeing him. You know, knowing that he's going to be absent, it's like, oh shit. You know, I didn't see enough of him in the first installment of Infinity War. I was kind of hoping that, you know, in the sequel, he'll really step up and, you know, be really bad. That was, you know, what I, I, uh, I was talking to Jared today. I was hanging out with Jared today, and he said, uh, that the Wakanda stuff, the reason why you feel that way is because the Wakanda stuff was all the stuff they reshot after. Black Panther. Oh, really? Like, there was Wakanda stuff in it, but they did a whole bunch of more reshoots and, like, redone stuff for Infinity War because, like, the character really wasn't as... I think because because they were... They were working on Infinity War, I think, and Black Panther kind of simultaneously. So, they probably knew that Black Panther was going to do well, but I don't think they could have pre- predicted the really the impact that movie had. Uh, and so from what Jared was telling, and actually I think I remember reading this, was that they did a, some more, not reshoots, but more like they, they shot more stuff with the Wakandan characters right. would, yeah. because it was just like, oh, Infinity War doesn't really have that many, much of these characters, and now that Black Panther has been this yeah. huge success. Yeah. And and it's it's the most immediate 
movie preceding yeah. uh, Infinity War. So that's the movie that's going to be most fresh on people's minds. Uh, and that worked. So that was a smart move. Yeah, but even then, it does feel like a lot of the Wakanda stuff is not as fleshed. It like there isn't a side Wakanda story. Yeah, but I also think that part of that is because Black Panther was the kind of the Wakanda side story. But there isn't in, in an Infinity War like all the other Avengers characters have basically a subplot, right? In it, and Wakanda does not. Really. Yeah, and no, and the fact that. The, the epic battle is taking place in Wakanda solves my biggest gripe with Civil War was that, I mean, as great as Civil War is, but my, my one gripe with it, if I'm going to pick something, was that the, the, the battle scene at the end was held in an airport. Well, that's not the battle scene at the end. The battle scene at the end is, well, yeah, is yeah, yeah. the three but, of them. I mean, the, 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 the fight big, scene, the, big, yeah, the, the big, brawl, let's yeah, say. Yeah. The, the brawl within everyone, it's, it's at an airport. I'm like, all right, I get why they would pick an airport because they didn't want to commit the same mistakes that DC did with Man of Steel and, and, and Justice League. But um, having an epic battle in Wakanda solves that. I also think it's uh, we were talking about like the way Marvel kind of progresses the films, uh, especially with Thanos. But I think just in general, you know, what you see in Infinity War is like there's a progression where they actually, in each successive movie, they learn from the previous films, mm-hmm. which is oddly not all the films are like this. But I will say that the Thor films are the best example of this of Marvel seeing what worked and what didn't work with that character and then like kind of nailing it with Thor Ragnarok and continuing that and it was just like this is how this is how Thor works mm-hmm. as a character. Well, it took a few movies for Thor. It for Captain America it was quick. Yeah. yeah. I don't know I don't know how people else thought about the first Captain America. I thought it was boring as fuck. But yeah, I agree. Uh Winter Soldier Instantly, one of my yeah. favorite, yeah. Oh, you know, Marvel no films or superhero films, yeah. and then followed by the up that up with Civil War. It was just amazing where they learned instantly. I guess they they just with a magical character like Thor, they couldn't really get it's, a it's good creative, a visionary to like well, well, execute well, that well, very well. Well, here's here's the thing about both Thor and Captain America. You know what the lesson that they learned? What? Thor and Captain America don't work by themselves. Okay, As characters, because yeah. you know what was the biggest improvement uh, from Winter Soldier, fr- from Captain America and then Captain America Winter Soldier, is that Black Widow and Winter Soldier are characters <laughs> in Captain America, in Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. Which and so is which Nick Fury, and so is Falcon. Like, yeah, but now none of none of those could have existed in the original Captain America no. movie, and yet he had... Uh, a ragtag. Uh, he had cast the Hall of Commandos, but they're not. But you know. they, they, they were, they were kind of, eh, they were, they kind of blended in the background. Whereas the the supporting cast that he had in Winter Soldier and Civil War were, you know, they were. Tr- they felt and like also, a true ostensibly, Captain America: Civil War isn't even a Captain America film. It's Avengers Light. It's like, Avengers yeah. uh, two point five. Yeah. In terms of um, getting back to like deaths, uh, 
Gamora's death emotional. Yeah, Peter wait, I cared about death. that way more, way more than I thought it was because I don't. I'm not a huge Zaldana fan, and I wasn't really that huge of a Gamora fan as a Re- character. Oh, yeah. in the movie or the, in comics in general? Uh, in the movie. Really? I liked her. Yeah. I like her, but movie. not as, you know, I, not I, as much. I think some of that is clouded that I just kind of feel meh about Zaldana in yeah. general. Uh, but, yeah, much, I, I, I wasn't expecting to actually care about her death. No, uh, to me, her death was probably the most shocking to me i did that i didn't see coming at all um i was expecting other characters to die and well none of the characters that we all kind of predicted were gonna die died (laughs) right right like i I was to be i was kind of giddy when peter quill was dead because it's his fault that they lost I'm it's, sorry. It's his fault. It's fucking his fault. It's his fault. Because they were this fucking close. They were well. Well, there's a couple things about that. Uh, number one, there was a criticism that that Angelo made on a previous episode of this podcast that, hey, with all of the things that Tony Stark's armor can do, we're all working on getting the gla- the gauntlet off and keeping his hand open. I was like, hey, Tony. You can create a big old knife on your with your armor and just chop his hand off. Yeah, yeah. Like that was one of those things where it's just like when you when you <clears> think <throat> about it, it's just like or or easier said than done. I yeah, don't think yeah, you could yeah. really do that. Yeah, just like just chop it off. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You can or Doctor Strange could open uh, a warp in time and fit his arm through it and then just close it out. Yeah, create one of those. Didn't they do that with another character? They did. They chopped off uh, or the taxi or something. They got chopped in half. They did it with the dude, the the black door, one of the black whatever black door, whatever his name is. Yeah, Yeah, they did it with his arm. Could have easily done that with his arm, with Thanos' arm. So I guess I don't know. There's 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 so many ways they could have. There's a lot of there's a lot of things like in the movie that if you actually think about them a little bit you could be like well there was probably an easier you know a different way to do that a different way to yeah. do that but i think part of that the reason why you you kind of get a little bit short not short change like it doesn't it doesn't actually affect how enjoyable the movie is but there are a bunch of story weaknesses in it that are made up for by the fact that a lot of the character stuff is so good they managed to make the relationship between Vision and Scarlet Witch almost compelling, even though those actors have zero chemistry together. Yeah. It's like they actually kind of made you care about their relationship. Well, it's because in the previous films, they didn't have time. And <laughs> yeah. for this movie, they wanted to dedicate it a little more. So this was a concerted effort to building yeah. that up. Because if they had more time, it would have been a successful um, home run in terms of making us really be convinced. And also you could see that story wise that there were definitely why the, the guardians and Thor moments work so well, but then Thor, when he goes off on his mission, it's like, yeah, that's cool, but it's kind of silly. I mean, it's great to see a giant Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage uh, that that's a kick. Uh, <laughs> you would die. <laughs> it's going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. And that's uh, what yes. dying means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's it's that's a suicide mission and Thor goes, I'm going to do this even if it kills me and he goes, Yes, that's exactly what that means. <laughs> <laughs> 
so there's that, but you could definitely kind of tell like story elements, some story elements that were just like they let s- slip a little bit for the sake of all the other shit that they had to get done. Like in it, like I, like the, the comment I made about Captain America, it's just like you have so many damn characters that some of those characters are going to end up with not a lot to do. <laughs> Even some of the major characters are going to end up with not a lot to do, like, like Falcon and War Machine. It's like, yeah. well, they're going to end up with not a lot to do. Yeah. Because. Well, War Machine will have a lot more, you know, considering yeah. he's one of the characters left over um, to, you know, save the day in the second part of Infinity War. Um, other people who died, um, pretty much all of the Guardians, oh, with yeah. the exception of. Rocket. Rocket. Uh-huh. So the wait, the, he survives. Yeah, Rocket, Rocket is survives. the only one who lives. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, the the two. There are a couple things that like kind of kill. Number one, that they they murked uh, Loki and and Hamdel real early. Loki more so. It was just like, oh wow, that was another okay. shocker. Like that. The the that mo- within the first five minutes, I think. Yeah. They, they kill off Loki, and that's where. The f- this movie sh- proves to you, just shows you how how high the r- the stakes have been raised. Um, Apparently, there are two ships, though, uh, and uh, Tessa Thompson kind of confirmed this. Is that the idea is like because he says half of my people yeah. have been killed. So, and you don't see a uh, Valkyrie or any of the other rebels as part of the dead on that ship. So it's it's plausible that uh, the rest of the like rebellion people. So Korg, the the theory is that Kor and Valkyrie and a, and a bunch of the other Asgardians are actually still alive and just like went on a different potentially or, potentially yeah because we don't know how many of them survived got snapped the, out yeah um the uh, universe wipe um so it's like most of the guardians uh, most of wakanda with the exception of well the major wakandian characters with the exception of um okoye and, okoye and shiri and, and mbaku well we don't know shiri's alive though we don't see that Shuri's still alive. I'm a Mbaku. We know, and yeah. the general Okoye. I, I, th- we know. I think Shuri is still alive, though. Okay. Uh, because you have to have someone to. I think that yeah. I yeah. I think they're doing that. Uh, at least temporarily. Yeah, just to like get a get that character involved because you can't leave that kingdom wide open yeah. without leadership. I I um, think Shuri is going to take over the mantle at least. Temporarily. Temporarily. Oh, okay. Because she does that in the comics. Yeah. Uh, uh, and they, they've been pulling a lot, especially from the very, the very recent comics, they've been pulling a lot. And she's the next in throne, wouldn't she be? Not a, I mean, she's the next two that would take the throne, but that doesn't mean that there wouldn't be like a challenge to that. Yeah. Well, which could true. be its own movie. Like, yeah, that could, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I, I will say, having seen it twice, the 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 fadeaway that still got me the second time Peter was Parker. Peter. Was Peter? Yeah. yeah. Because, and and Peter was another one of those characters like Black Panther. Is like you know he's coming back, but that didn't affect the like, and they dragged that one out, man. Yeah. Poor effect. <laughs> yeah. 
because Peter Parker Spider Man is the heart and soul of the MCU. Yeah. You don't just want to like snuff him out quickly. Yeah. You really gotta build up the emotion for his, you know. And uh, and the and the other one that broke me was Groot, especially when I learned that James Gunn said that the last I am Groot that he's saying to Rocket is he saying Dad. <gasps> Fuck you, no. Wait, no. James wait. Gunn. No. James Gunn. In his Twitter, no, says that what he's saying when he's saying "I am Groot, I am Groot" to Rocket is because he's been reborn and he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Oh no! He do- Groot in that teenage That's, Groot doesn't oh. remember his past as the previous right. Groot, and he doesn't remember any of his other people. And James Gunn said, "Yeah, what he's saying in that moment to Rocket is he saying, Dad." Fuck. To Rocket, yeah. Wow. That made it so much worse the second time I saw the movie. I was just like, oh, fuck you, James Gunn. See, there are so there are levels to this movie yeah. that you can just uncover uh, the, more you, you, the more you look into it. And that's, I mean, whether that's true or not, uh, James Gunn just putting that out there and that being in your head, that makes that 10 deaths part 10 times fucking worse. <laughs> Eve Eve just got broke. He just got broken by that. Yeah. I know. I knew that going to see it the second time. I was like, this makes it so much fucking worse. Wow. I need a minute. Yeah. (laughs) We need a minute. Eve, do you need a minute? I've got daddy issues. (laughs) That that cut me deep, man. (laughs) That cut me deep. Yeah. He'd go on Twitter and just be like, fuck you, James Gunn! (laughs) Someone start something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, so Peter Parker, we also immediately... Sorry, I'm sorry, Eve. Uh, We we immediately had the... uh, Because it is Peter who says, I don't want to go. And immediately, even me just went... Just went, oh, it's Doctor Who. David Tennant David just not Tennant. wanting to go. Um, so yeah. someone pointed out, oh, my God, uh, a joke that I I don't know if it was intentional, but it was on Fanbros. One of the people on Fanbros pointed out that there's a joke when that Quill says to Doctor Strange and uh, says to Tony and Stephen Strange, uh, when they're talking, he says, "No shit, Sherlock's," and both oh, of them have been. Oh, sh- okay. Both of them I, have I been Sherlock, not, and I was just I like, did "I did not catch that at all." And then I thought about it, and I was just like, "Oh my god, that's too- there's no way that's not that. That's such oh, a fuck. deep fucking nerd cut for them to stick in there." <laughs> okay, I have to rewatch that. Yeah, again, when I, it comes out on DVD. Again, there's there's back. a lot. I feel like there's a. You know, plot or story problems aside, which again, like, is with any of them. Like, like the plot of, you know, Captain America: Civil War has a lot of stuff that's like this seems a little overly complicated, or like a little dumb. When you when you actually sit and talk, think about what yeah. the actual Baron Zemo's plan is, yeah. and I did watch it recently, and I did pick on like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is uh, and, and Infinity War definitely has a similar thing, but Infinity War I think gets more. Civil War gets the pass for the same reason that Infinity War gets it, 
gets the pass, but Infinity War gets it even more so because there is even more. There's just so much shit. There's just stuff that's yeah. gonna be sacrificed as a, as a story wise you for the sake of perfection. what. Yeah. You know, some things you're just going to have to accept that they're not going to yeah. spend much time in the effort that the greater good of this film will be, you know, well executed. So yeah. I'm not, I don't, I don't pay attention to stuff yeah. like that. I don't, I, I, I'm still. As a filmmaker, it's like, I, it'd be daunting to execute a film on this scale. Yeah. You know, you got to give them some credit. <laughs> I mean, it can't I, be I also, I, I don't know. I'd still have to see it a couple more times. I don't know whether, because a lot of people were throwing out, throwing out some real, like, superlatives of, like, it's the best Marvel movie. Some people were saying it's, like, it's a masterpiece of filmmaking. I was like, mm, All right. All right. Oh, yeah, All let's right. hold our horses a little bit. Like, there are, there are really good movies. It's just, like, at the end of the day, it's still a, popcorn movie like it's yeah, a great it's a really well done no, but yeah. masterpiece compared to other films in its genre in its genre yeah. i would yeah. say it's it's it's, top. it's high up there it's yeah tops. it's up there. yeah um in terms of like anticipation build up weaving so many backstories yeah. you know uh, I, I mean, think they it, did a it's good the job. culmination of something that has never been done before it's been the culmination of a movie Series T- ten years that of has taken ten years. Yeah. They're all interwoven. All of the storylines they bleed into one another. That has no. That's unprecedented. And the fact that this film ties everything up and leaves it on on the cliffhanger to end all cliffhangers. As, as, yeah. as far as as far as comic book movies are concerned, I mean that. That that there has a lot to be there's a lot to be said to this. Um, so, yeah, I would say it's a masterpiece in that respect. Yeah. Um, what did you think, Rich? Uh, you're a huge Star Wars fan. Um, what? How did you feel after at the end of uh, Infinity War? Did because for me, I I had this weird sinking, empty feeling. I, I knew it was going to be a, the bad guys will win, but it's one thing to read about it. Yeah. It's another thing to experience it because I am a man child. I'm not mature at all. So I'm, I see it through the eyes of 14-year-old Eve, and I would be bawling. I'm like, yes, there's going to be another movie, but that empty, sinking feeling, I, I didn't like that. I like my movies where the heroes win, how did you, th- you know, like, uh, what did you wait till since the end of Logan? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Because like um, Logan was also another movie that really left me dark. I have not rewatched Logan because I can't handle, you know, sad I, endings. I, How, what did you think about that? Because you're a big fan of uh, Star Wars and I'm assuming Empire Strikes Back. Yes, but like how, in, how are you, how does that relate how does your question relate to Star Wars? In terms of Empire Strikes Back. I uh, view this movie as uh, Empire Strikes Back. I definitely had the Empire guy. feeling too, yeah. 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 Like, okay. As a child, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening to our heroes? You know, it, it can't be that the that Thanos is going to win the day. You know, 
yeah. how did you feel that? Because this is the first time I've seen Star Wars, but it's because I've seen it after being an adult and you know having the ending you know spoiled for me. Yeah. For this, I thought I've read that it's going to be like a Star Wars Empire yeah. Strikes Back ending, but it didn't prepare me as well as I thought it. Yeah, prepared. you know what? It's funny you mentioned that because I, I. You know, I, I I watched Empire Strikes Back many 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 years ago when I was little, and I I remembered bits and pieces of it. You know that obviously the 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 uh, the battle between Luke and and um, Vader and and the ending more or less. But and then I I saw it recently because I. I I ended up getting the the entire six movie saga for um, for Christmas, and I watched Empire Strikes Back recently, so that's that's in, uh, that's fresh in my memory, and I kind of saw it through the lens of how it is as a film by itself, uh, even knowing what happens later in the third film, and it, it's. It's still, you know, it, it, I still ended up with that feeling of a angst about, well, where where do we go from here? And that was even even more so at the end of Infinity War. Um, you know, I I was, you know, obviously you know you know there's going to be a sequel. You know that the individual characters yeah. are gonna have sequels and all that, but. That goes out to the, out the wayside because you're in that moment. In that moment, uh, similar to to your experience, I, I'm I'm also a, a kid at heart. So I mean, I I'm I'm living through that moment, and it's it's that overwhelming uh, feeling of peril where you know it's the the stakes have been have been raised to to a whole other degree that have never been seen before in the Marvel cinematic universe. So, uh, so yeah, I, I'm, it's a, a lot of it was up in the air and, and, you know, you, and it's, and then particularly at the very, very end where you see Thanos just sitting, just chilling, chilling, doing exactly what he said he was going to do doing exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's a, it's not the same feeling I had at the end of Logan. Okay. It's not. Um, it was a, it was different. It, it, with Logan, it was I, I saw Logan. It was an end. Is what yeah. it was more of an I end. I saw Logan uh, again about two weekends ago, and that that was just you know it was it's one of those movies where you, you just you really need a palate cleanser at the end of it, and you but that's it. It's finite. Yeah. Uh, whereas this one. It, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a little dark, but you, there's still a a, a tiny uh, ray of light at the end that you know because you know you, there are characters that remain, so it's gonna be on them too. Sales, people were saying that like, oh, we know a bunch of these characters are gonna come back who supposedly died, so it was like, oh, their deaths don't really mean anything. And I was like, well, I disagree with that. Uh, number one, because they're them dying was still very emotionally effective and two uh another thing that because like you know like i said i've been listening to some in preparation for this talk uh is that even if all those characters come back there's a couple of questions is like number one are they going to remember that they died that they were gone because that's a whole other thing 
And also, if they come back, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're coming back exactly the same character that they were before mm-hmm. the events of Infinity War. Like, if they're coming back to life, it's not like there'll be a, a complete reset. Because, and even if they do come back exactly as they left, the world itself isn't exactly because all the all the characters, unless they're literally just going back in time to prevent everything, it's like there's also no guarantee that like the characters who survived are gonna suddenly like not remember that all of their friends and teammates have died. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a whole there's thing emotional there. weight of seeing yeah. loved ones disappear right before your very eyes. Um, and I also, I mean, I agree that, that Fanbros was the, the podcast I was listening to before this about Infinity War. And they were saying that, like, one of the theories that they had about the way the next Infinity War is going to start is it's going to start a couple months after this. And just everyone's sort of dealing with the fact that, like, the world kind of dealing with the fact that, that like, half the population is now yeah. gone. Yeah. Which is where if uh, a Clint Barton would be a great way of yeah. coming back in and seeing that the repercussion of but, seeing loved ones but, but, snuff out. But by the way, a, a sort of minor plot hole, but not really, is if he snaps his fingers and they all fade, half the population of the universe fades. That's not actually half the population. That's way more than half the population. How do you figure? When you think about it. Well, just think about the scene at the end of the credits. There are people who are driving things. There are people who are flying things. Which means that if half your population goes and you just happen to be half the population, it's two of the pilots who are flying a plane. Oh, I see what you mean. That's not just those two people who are dying now. That's that entire plane that's dead now. That's right. Yeah. And what if they're, you know, the people who are dying or people who are in charge of something important that might melt down and kill a couple million more people? Which is actually, Kids it's in not the back of a car with parents who yeah, disappear. Yeah, 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 exactly. School it's bus just, drivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, it, when you think about it, it's like half the population of the universe, and that's just on Earth. Like, can you, like, just imagining these, like, it's actually not the half the population. It's way more than that that are probably going to end up dead that's in the long run. You know, and, and then multiply that at a, at a, a, at the scale of of an entire universe. Yeah, where you know you have potentially so many other things going on at the same time in in different realms. Also, I I, I said this the first time we saw the the first time we saw the movie, and I I seen it the second time around. I am reinforcing my opinion that uh, the resolution is definitely going to involve the Time Stone. There is definitely, because he's too smart of a character, there is definitely a reason why why Doctor Strange just gave him the Time Stone. And it wasn't just to save Tony Stark. No, absolutely not. Uh, Like, he knows something that none of the other... At first, I thought so, too. I was like, why did he do that? And then it dawned on me when you spoke about it, you dwelled on it after the movie. And it's like, oh, wait. And there's a there's a not only is a reason why he gives it to him just gives it to him. There's also a reason why he doesn't give it to him right away. Like he's had it that whole time and he didn't use it, even though he could have. 
I mean, Thanos even says you've been you all this time. You've been doing all this. You didn't use the one thing that the one thing that probably could have stopped me. And I think it's because he sees all the possible futures. That's and it. he he goes. There's one way this goes, and it's I have to give him the time stone, and not just that. There's just something about the way he gives him the time stone that is just like he's done. He puts something on the time stone. Like maybe I might be wrong about this part of my theory, mm. but I think he he, he there's something there. With I think him. it's Tony Stark. I think somehow yeah, Tony yeah. Stark. He's a That's key also- player that either he sacrifices himself to stop Thanos or whatever the next bad movie or uh, the bad guy is or something. Something he's involved. He's integral. There's in the a re- yeah. There's a reason why he gives him the time stone because the time stone is going to be involved. There's a reason why he. Uh, now that you say that, it's like there's probably a reason why he's he's saying if you spare Tony Stark, I'll give you the time stone because probably. That that gives even more credence credence to the fact that that the person really is gonna die in the next one is gonna be Tony Stark, yeah. and possibly also, you know, all the people who we, who people were theorizing were gonna die in this one are really gonna die in the second one, because that's how you it's uh, Tony is gonna you know Tony. make a, make a, a the sacrifice and also what gives that that theory even more credence is, aside from the fact that that's kind of what Doc. You know, Doctor Strange says is like, "I will trade you the Time Stone for his life." Yeah, is also Thanos kind of says that too. Is Thanos? uh, I mean, Thanos could know who he is just in general because he probably knows who. But Thanos takes a moment uh, when I think Thanos, in possibly in that moment, knows that like. Something, something's going on there, and also he's make, got a big. He sees big things in in Tony Stark. You know, he's got a big potential and a big destiny ahead. Also, that would make sense as far as everything that. Oh my God! No, of course, Tony Stark is going to die in the next one, and Tony Stark is going to be the key to them basically reversing everything. Because that would. Do you know why? Because it makes total Visions? story arc large arc sense is the mcu started Started with with iron Iron man Man and tony stark yeah and to have like the end of this whole 10 year this all everything they've been working for is the end of tony stark that would be that would make sense it's the start of iron man and then iron man's final or at least the tony stark iron man's farewell Mm. oh god that makes that makes actual perfect sense that he's he yeah he's that he's the key yeah he's the key which is a little bit this is gonna piss some people off but that makes total sense like just large time wise story wise it makes total sense that tony stark is is the key is kind of like it started with him Mm -hmm. this version of the marvel universe is going to end with Stony Talk. Yeah, Tony this is Stark. a whole 10 year. And they've been actually when you think about it, they've been building they've been saying that forever now. Like Avengers was about that. At Age of Ultron and was about that. And credits of Iron Man 1 when Nick Fury appears in his living room and he asks him, you know, we're starting I need you to help me start this initiative. Yeah. And so it all started with him, with yeah. Sark. 
So yeah, that would we've from, solved the Avengers. We've solved the MCU storyline. Well, yeah. it's like I mean, it was obvious that he and uh, Stark and Captain America would play integral roles. The in the next film, it's just that who's gonna die? Is it gonna be both of them or one of them? And as a result of losing one of them, the now other will I, now retire. now I think almost certainly it's gonna be Tony Stark. That doesn't mean that Iron Man is gonna go away. Because Iron Man is a technology, so yeah, it's like exactly that. I mean, everyone is like Riri Williams, which could happen. Yeah, but, but you're not going to have the character be featured in the yeah. film anymore. Uh, yeah, you, you'd find the Tony Stark role be take being helmed by a Doctor Strange because Cumber Doctor Strange and Tony Stark, the smart, you know, huge ego type of uh, character who leads and saves the day. I think you could, you know, repurpose that in Doctor Strange. Uh, technology, you got Shuri. Sure, Shuri sure. is the tech head who will lead uh, the Avengers to the next phase of Threat That They'll See. Um, I think, yeah, you definitely need to have him and his chapter end on a heroic note. And the best way to be a hero is to sacrifice that big yeah. thing that he's um I mean, Captain I don't America think, I don't called think he's him gonna, out yeah. on. I don't think he's going to be the only one, but I think he's the most likely candidate. The, his death is going to be the, the most memorable and the most impactful at the very end. There's going to be... I'm, I'm sure there's going to be more people to go that are going to go. Um, is there? I don't know. You have so few characters remaining. The only well, no, 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 no. I mean, you're gonna have all, a bunch of those characters come back. I mean, of like the original, yeah, the original cast. Uh, so, do we want to say anything else about Avengers? Because we got almost. I we basically. We if take a pause. you're, if you haven't seen it, what the fuck are Wait, you waiting for? Yeah. If you Get haven't seen much. it, we spoiled everything Get for you. Your fucking ass. <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, it's already uh. been spoiled for you because. <laughs> Good lord. Just wait for it on video at this point. I don't know. Uh, but definitely see it at some point. I am Groot. I am Groot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I kind of <laughs> broke you with that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop this temporarily. All the stars All the stars All the stars Get away from me If you do, I won't move I ain't described for the wings on 